and our younger employees here at LBW, for example, have said that Facebook is where my friend's mother posts her Florida trip pictures. Uh, their other asset, Instagram, is is doing is a, is a is better than Facebook, but it's not winning the battle necessarily versus TikTok. TikTok is doing incredible things within the space and has is kicking its butt. And then they have a, a third main product called WhatsApp, which is heavily utilized by billions of people across the world, but it, it has not yet been been monetized by by Facebook. And they paid, I think, eighteen billion dollars back in the day for that. Yeah, if I a, recall correctly, that's a big it was a big purchase. Yep. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required, hosted by LBW. This podcast is intended for free thinkers, entrepreneurs, and knowledge seekers. Join us as we discuss relevant financial topics, explore with guests their financial journeys, and engage with experts in industries such as space, media and entertainment, real estate, and many more. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to Critical Thinking Required. You're with your host, myself, Tim Bickmore, and my colleague, Nathaniel Leach. And today we're going to talk about a hot topic, which Nathaniel loves to talk about all the time, right? He's a hot topic kind of guy. Nope. But it has created some buzz, and we did want to pull Nathaniel in here to get some of his opinions on this. And what I'm talking about is threads. Obviously, I would say most of our viewers should be familiar because we're going to give some stats. A lot of people have already joined threads, quite a few people. And Threads is in a Twitter competitor, and that is coming from Meta, or as many people think of Facebook, right? Meta, who owns Facebook, who mm -hmm. all also owns Instagram. It is their version of Twitter. What you can do on Twitter is you can, you know, post small snippets, post mm -hmm. videos, audio recordings, different things um, to your followers. It's usually limited to a number of characters that you can only post. So it's meant to be really short uh, snippets of information. Threads, you can do very similar things. Yep. Um, and we may get into a little bit how it's created a little bit of heat between Twitter as well as threads. Now, what's crazy about this and why it's become such a hot topic is that threads hit a million or a hundred million subscribers within two days. Mm -hmm. Now, to give that some context, chat GPT, for them to hit a hundred million users, it took two months. TikTok, nine months, Instagram, 30 months, Pinterest, 41, Spotify, 55, Telegram, 61, Uber, 70, and Google Translate, 78 months. So this is extremely fast, really quick for active users on a platform. Now, there is a little bit of nuance because essentially you could easily convert your Instagram profile over to threads. Um, which gives it a little bit of an ease of use, I would say. Mm -hmm. Now, Nathaniel also brought up, though, that Google Translate had a very similar kind of advantage that if you were a Google user, you could then use Google Translate. One could argue that maybe people are just aren't using Google Translate as much as they would on Instagram. Via, Not as much of a use case. Uh, yeah, of a Threads platform. Mm -hmm. But it's still impressive, to say the least. But there might be a little bit of cheating when you compare it to like a ChatGPT, which recently just hit 100 million users in two months. Hmm. Um, another just a little bit of context here as well is it took the uh, number of active users on a telephone 75 years 
and an active number of users on a cell phone 15 years. So this is extremely fast and quick, and this is why it's become such a hot topic. Mm. Um, one last note on threads, which is interesting, and this again kind of goes back to this little cheating kind of area, is if you do get a threads account, you cannot delete it without deleting your Instagram account. Very smart on Meta's part. Um, but again, it's probably kind of artificially lifting up some of those active users and making sure that they continue to be active on said platform. Yeah. So be careful what you post on there. Yes. Okay. Now that we kind of set the stage and thing, we'll talk a little bit about why this is such a hot topic. And literally this came out, I think, over the weekend. Um, now we want to talk a little bit about Twitter. Why is Twitter involved in this? And what's going on on the Twitter side and what has been some of their issues and what is some of this hot topic or this fight between threads and Twitter? So uh, Twitter historically had an issue with monetizing its 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 uh, dominance, its its revenue, so to speak. And it also had some difficulty with its, with its expenses. But uh, the theory went that over time, the revenues would grow greater than the expenses would. But that never really materialized while Twitter was a publicly traded company. So as we are, most people are aware, Twitter was bought by Elon Musk, and that deal closed late last year. And since that has happened, uh, it, there's been a lot of turmoil. Uh, he confirmed in a BBC interview that he fired 80% of Twitter's old staff. Uh, some people make comments that they didn't really feel any difference. Maybe they should have been fired if they were not making contributions to the product. Uh, there's been some changes with regards to um, how people have thought about themselves on the platform. If you're not paying for it, you are the product, so to speak. So uh, Twitter's actual clients are the advertising companies that advertise on their, their website. And they have experienced numerous technical issues where um, their ads are with the because of Twitter's algorithm, uh, the advertisers' ads uh, are being placed behind ads from pornography, for example. Uh, and then there's there's also issues with like Twitter's blue check mark verification, where they're now charging users for that. The blue check mark uh, verified your account for you were saying who you were saying that you were. Uh, now you have to pay for that service. And then recently, Musk limited how many posts a user could see on their timeline. And his, his reasoning for that was to combat, quote, extreme levels of data scraping, end quote. Uh, and that's actually been a, a huge problem for some Twitter users because they can no longer go back and look at the history of tweets and the interactions that they've had with other individuals. That's very valuable to people. I was just reading today uh, a write-up from a, a blog writer that I follow, uh, and he was detailing about how uh, there's still some attributes to Twitter in the sense that like it, it actually brought communities together. Like he's saying that the good far outweighed the bad, even with some of its its user interface issues because of the community that he and his, his new friends were able to create. But now the internet that existed then that allowed Twitter to become what it was does not exist today. Mm. In fact, it's become more uh, splintered. But so so it remains to be seen what the the future will bring. 
And if I'm understanding the data scraping that Musk has brought up recently, mm -hmm. some of that is due to these LLM models or artificial intelligence that they're essentially taking that information to use for the algorithms, I believe is part of the, as part of the problem or issue. That's, that's one part of it. Yeah. The, an, another part that I'm more familiar with is for example, um, if you subscribe to uh, a news gathering service, for example, uh, all of that, that history that, that was a part of Twitter, that those timelines, those could be scraped to, to uh, re to bring back, uh, Twitter posts so that they could then be aggregated within a news system. Uh, if you paid for a, a kind of news aggregation system, and you could, and those the news system could do that without paying Twitter for that right. So I think that that Musk is trying to uh, he's trying to get paid for all of these tweets, mm. and uh, he's he's clamping down on that. But the the it's a double edged sword because. If users are no longer wanting to post on Twitter, then the advertisers are not going to go there anymore. They're not going to pay Twitter to put their ads on the Twitter platform if there's no users to be had. Which then enters in threads, which creates another platform to do something very similar. Mm -hmm. So that brings us to threads. Twitter's having a lot of issues potential turmoil. And I mean, I feel like this has been going on even prior to Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, they were having some of these issues being a publicly traded company and it's created uh, a potential gap to fill. Mm -hmm. And it looks like Meta is trying to do that mm -hmm. via their new app threads, which is interesting. So we know that right now Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and it is now a private company, which Investors like ourselves would not be able to enter into like a publicly traded company. Correct. Meta, you do have the the ability to buy it on the public markets. So with all this going on, with what's you know happening with Threads and Twitter, like what is your opinion opinion um, or potentially investing in Twitter? Twitter theoretically, I know that you can't do that actually, but mm -hmm. theoretically, or Meta. What are your some of your thoughts on that? So with Twitter, it, Twitter it was it had the advantage of being the the so-called digital public square of our of our era, and it it did provide that as a service to a certain extent, but there were still some some shortcomings there. Uh, when you then measure that with what I mentioned about the revenues and expenses, and and then in theory the the differences, the profit that would have grown over time, they never really. They didn't execute well on that. And that's the risk that you take on if you have an opportunity to invest in a company like Twitter or any other company for that matter, is that it might have a great idea and it might have a, a, a huge white space to fill, but you always have to deal with the risk of execution. Yeah. And I, I think that if Twitter were available for investment today, um, there would not only be the execution factor, but there would also be the Elon Musk factor, mm. which is it, it appears that uh, there there can be benefits to having one person in control if it is executed well. Mm -hmm. In this particular case, with every with all the news that has come out of Twitter after being bought by by Musk, it appears that the news is not good. So I would say that due to Key, uh, due to management risk as, as well as the then thereby default uh, execution risk that Twitter would not make sense as an investment. A as it regards to Meta, um, again, this is not investment advice. Meta is a publicly traded company. It's an older company. 
and our younger employees here at LBW, for example, have said that Facebook is where my friend's mother posts her Florida trip pictures. Uh, their other asset, Instagram, is is doing is a is a is better than Facebook, but it's not winning the battle necessarily versus TikTok. TikTok is doing incredible things within the space and has is kicking its butt. And then they have a, a third main product called WhatsApp, which is heavily utilized by billions of people across the world, but it, it has not yet been been monetized by by Facebook. And they paid, I think, eighteen billion dollars back in the day for that. Yeah, as I a, recall correctly, that's a big, it was a big purchase. Yep. And then they they uh, for the past couple of years they they put a lot of money into the metaverse, which there have been certain things said about that. And that's not to say that that because of the the poor results of what they've done in the metaverse so far, that that's indicative of what's going to come in the future. But when you put all that together, Meta does have a great track record in terms of creating shareholder value. There's no question about it. However, when you look at the, the secular trends for all of these together, uh, even with the addition of threads, which appears by by all rights to have a, um, a decent runway ahead of it, mm -hmm. considering how far Twitter has fallen. And then with the amount of investment that they put within the metaverse, because there are applications where the metaverse can make sense. Does it make sense as an investment? It's hard to say. It's, it's very murky. And unless you have conviction as an analyst uh, to the degree where you feel comfortable enough to make such an investment, then you you shouldn't make it the investment if you're not comfortable with it. And I would say that I'm in that space where I'm not comfortable with with all of the the the, the murkiness of the matter. Well, and to throw on top of that, which we didn't mention, Snapchat is another one that has done actually quite well via WhatsApp, right? For um, younger generation users. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of younger generation actually use Snapchat primarily mm -hmm. to communicate in a mm -hmm. lot of different ways. Um, and then on top of this, also we have a potential legal battle between Twitter and now Meta via this threads and saying, Twitter essentially saying that, hey, you've copied what we have done and mm -hmm. you can't do that. There were rumors out there saying that Meta took Twitter employees to recreate this. Now it seems like that's been kind of I think so. Out. Yep. But there is that potential as well as what happens between this battle between Twitter and Threads. And and again, that's when you get lawyers involved and, yep. and who knows what is going to be hold up held up in law and or, you know, via the law or not, um, which is which is also another thing mm -hmm. to watch it play out. But Meta is building itself to be a big social media platform, um, yep. which has some heft and some weight to throw around. They do have some cash to throw around. That's for sure. Yep. Which is very different than Twitter, that Twitter is Twitter, where Meta is yep. a bigger diversified um, organization, relatively speaking. And and Twitter doesn't really have the funds, I would argue, to really do a long court battle. I mean, they've there's rumors, if not news events, where they're saying that Twitter has, uh, hasn't paid their landlords or various vendors. And now they're actually now taking to court uh, a, a consulting firm that worked on behalf of Twitter pre-sale, uh, where there was a large lump sum payment paid to this consulting firm right before the deal closed. And now Twitter is coming after that firm uh, to say that you you we paid you too much or we you didn't do the services that you provided or something like that. So they, they brought a lawsuit against them. Too much. Too much going on there. Yep. Well, hey. That's our hot topic for the day. Do you mm -hmm. want me to go with final thoughts? Leave you with your your final? Sure. Okay. I think overall, 
it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a new platform. Um, it's definitely, I think that Nathaniel said it very well when it comes to the monetization of these type of platforms is always the key. Uh, Facebook did it quite well for a long, long time. Uh, Apple kind of put a little bit of a hamper on that mm-hmm. um, a few years ago, but it looks like they're trying to diversify and still continue their their ad generation machine via Instagram, now potentially threads, mm-hmm. which would make sense for where they are at as a company, um, which is just interesting. I think the Twitter situation is interesting. To be honest, for a user for me, I was on Twitter when it first came out back in like 08, 09 or whatever it may have been. And uh, I didn't use it for years, but what I have found that it is a nice platform for me to keep up to date with certain topics and news, um, which I appreciate. I didn't really, uh, I think, appreciate that as much. And then I started kind of getting to it. And I'm like, oh, this is nice just to kind of keep up to date with our own industry, mm-hmm. with just general topics that loud. And I could, you know, curate what I want, which a lot of platforms are doing. So it'll be interesting to see that compared to, to threads where threads is very new still. So where is that content generation? You still have to kind of get things going and what are people using and converting uh, to give a real life example. I, there's an advisor I like to follow who uses Twitter quite a bit. And he stated that he's going to try to use Twitter for as long as he can before he feels like he has to move a lot of his stuff to threads. So Twitter will be his primary um, uh, app at, for the time being until he sees things change, which is interesting mm-hmm. in the sense are there's still probably some sort of competitive moat for Twitter to a certain degree, um, but doesn't mean Thread is, isn't too far off on trying to rival that pretty quickly. So it is a, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. So that's uh, my, my final thoughts, I think. I don't have anything to add to that. That was good. All right. Well, thank you for all our listeners and viewers. We finally pulled Nathaniel in to talk about a hot topic, which has been great, but we appreciate everybody listening to us and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Like and subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to start your journey of thinking differently and listening to LBW talk about stuff they love. Until next time. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual on any specific security, on any specific broker dealer or custodian. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry to determine which investments, broker, dealer, or custodian may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are solely their own and do not reflect the opinion of Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC. Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Leach, Bickmore, and Weiss Wealth Management, LLC unless a client service agreement is in place.